Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of Sports Brothers Atlanta. I know it's been a while. We uh, we appreciate you guys stopping in and taking a listen. I'm your man, Matt, and I'm here alongside Ro. Ro, buddy, how we doing, man? Doing good, man. Good to be back on the show. Yes, Definitely. Back. It's, it's been, been a long time. It's been a long time, but, you know, we're practicing social distancing here. You know, Matt, you're at your place. I'm at my place. So uh, hopefully we'll be back in the studios real soon. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm... Uh... I'm missing it. Hoping we can get back to uh, get back to our lives here sooner and later. But uh, hey, I mean, we've got we've got a sporting event going on right now. We're both watching it. Uh, we had the NFL draft start last night, and then rounds two and three will be at night. And uh, I like what the I like what the Falcons have done, man. We're going to talk about that here for a little bit with AJ Terrell from Westlake High School here in Atlanta, um, from Clemson University. Obviously, a, a, a big time cornerback, played for a really good. Really good program, especially with Dabo Sweeney and Brent Biddlebowles as the defensive coordinator. So, Ro, I mean, local guy, tell me, what do you what do you think of the pick? I think it was a good pick, and I, I think for the Falcons, I think it was great, and it was a needed pick because, um, like I was uh, telling you earlier, teams usually draft for one or two reasons. You know, look for one or two things, that is. They either look for uh, fulfilling a need at a position or either second, they look for the best player available at that time. You know, it's either one or the other. Usually, sometimes it can be it, it, it can line up where it can be one one in the same. You know what I'm saying? But that don't always happen that way. Uh, so, you know, I think that from a position standpoint, I think they got it right in the first in the first. And a lot of people I see on social media they mad because of the pick. Man, the dude is a homegrown legend. Man, came out of Westlake High School, same high school as Cam New. For those out here who don't know that, they both went to the same high school, not at the same time though. Uh, but the guys in he learned a lot as a cornerback at Clemson. He worked on a a good program, and he was pretty good in in high school also as well. So he went and got a scholarship to go to Clemson. So he was really good, you know. But a lot of people uh, probably didn't watch him a lot in high school. But I think that is good for the Falcons. Got a guy who comes from there and good for ticket sales too as well. Uh, but a guy who stayed home just like Swanson, you know, for the Braves, you know, homegrown guy. So and he's playing for the home team professionally. So I, I like this move. And the guy's fast. He runs the the forty, what a four point four, yeah, or something like the four two. So he's really quick. He's agile. He doesn't get a lot of tackles. That's one of the analysis report saying that he's not a good tackler. But he's got a good amount of tackles to me. Uh, and he's very good uh, for his intercepting the ball because he, you know, his speed and he's got good hands to me. So I think that'd be a good replacement for Trufant at that cornerback position. And I think he's going to get a lot of minutes to start out, even though you got, you do have other cornerbacks on the team uh, that was there before him, but I think he's going to, by the end of the season, he could be starting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think they wouldn't, they wouldn't have taken him that high. I mean, all the reports have come out and said that they were focused on him from the beginning. So, I mean, if the Falcons truly believe that this was their guy, then I'm glad they got him. They didn't have to trade the picks to get him. But I mean, there's some things that, that I, I see is questionable with him. Obviously, his talent and his raw athleticism is something that you can't deny. You can watch a tape and you can see that. I would just like to see um, a little bit of improvement before you hop into the season as far as tackling. I know, like you said in one of the reports, that's kind of one of the downsides to him. Um, and, I mean, he got, he got exposed in the national championship game. Now, there's a lot of ways you can look at that. I mean, LSU's offense, LSU's team as a whole is probably one of the best to ever – to ever play in college football as a as a team, and so yes, he did get exposed know. this year. But the year before that, to a, do an interception to him, he ran it all the way back for a touchdown. The previous year, right? 
Right. So, I mean, you can you can take it however you yeah. want to take it as a fan. You know? so one year he had played well, and this year he didn't play well. So, yeah. you know, but hey. But let's look at one other thing. You go back to past player who's in a uh, Hall of Fame right now, Deion Sanders. He wasn't very good at tackling either through his whole career. And you didn't see him tackle too many people. He wasn't very good at it, but his raw talent for speed, he was the best cover man for speed. And, you know, so I see him, AJ is about to say, even though AJ ain't running the 40 as fast as Dion did, but he's close to it, though, you know. So, and I think he's going to get better. I don't think he's going to start off starting the season as a starter, but maybe, maybe in the second half of the season, he might get a couple of more minutes than, than normal. He might be starting by the last couple of games of the season, depending on what kind of season they have. Right. Right. I mean, it, uh, it really depends on how the rest of this draft goes and, and what the Falcons do to fill their holes. Um, well, they still got other needs. Uh, like I put on my Twitter page, they still got, they see need a defensive end to me. That's my take on it. They need a defensive end, a real, really good defensive end. They need a, a very good uh, middle linebacker because, you know, they let old boy go. They let a couple people go to defensive end and they need a great middle linebacker uh, to me. So them the other two holes on the defense they need to fill. And on the offensive end, they need to feel they probably – I would be looking for a backup running back, maybe the sixth or seventh round because, mm-hmm. oh, boy, I don't know if he's going to hold up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, mm-hmm. I think Trust you hit that. the – yeah, you hit the nail on the head with what we have left. There's a there's a couple guys. Obviously, the Falcons in the second round, I mean, we're doing this show 15, 20 minutes replaced after our second-round pick. We took Marlon Davidson out of Auburn. Um, yeah, we did. Marlon Davidson is – he's a big boy. He's a force to be reckoned with. I think – the problem with him is his size, and I think he's going to have to get moved to the interior. Um, I think so. I mean, like it or not, putting him with Grady Jarrett, man, that's that's a force to be reckoned with on that interior side of that defensive line. Now, can we get somebody to pair with Tack McKinley? That's something that we're going to have to address here in the draft. And um, just like you said, with the middle linebacker position, there's a couple guys out there that I like. One of them is Zach Braun from Wisconsin. Oh yeah, um, big He's physical good. guy. I, I think yeah. um, I think his intelligence is up there in the category of Luke Keekley as far as his decision making. I think he would be a steal of the third round. But you also need that running back, man. We talked about it. Got to have it early. I mean, we you don't. Know, you know. I don't just by Todd Gurley and his health position. We talked about it last year. You know, you got to have Falcons need at least two good running backs, at least two or three good running backs because they always get hurt. You know, for some kind of reason, they get hurt. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the offensive line. Maybe because they block too much. I don't know what it is. But and Gurley's been having a lot of arthritic knee. I call it. He has an arthritic knee, and we don't know what what date, what Sunday's going to be good for him or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. You know, yep, yep. one year. So you're gonna have to go for a running back soon. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're completely right. We don't know what what Gurley's workload is going to be like. We don't know what he can handle. And I think that you're going to have to go with you're going to have to go with another guy at some point in this draft. Um, there's mm-hmm. a couple guys I like. Um, I like Zach Moss out of Utah. Yep. I think that his cu- his cutting skills are very, very, very good. I think it could be the best in the draft as far as his cutting abilities. Um, I think he would be a perfect guy to pair with Gurley. Um, obviously, um, DeAndre Swift, you know, is taken. We were doing the show after he got selected by the Detroit Lions, so that's great for him, especially all your yeah. Georgia fans out there. I'm glad to see that, uh, that huh. he got picked up. Um, yeah. I think that he was the biggest downhill running back in this in this class. I think he's very physical, very good at getting his foot in the ground and finding holes, um, kind of seeing his blocks and where they are downfield. I think he's good at that. Um, 
but you know, with with Gurley, I kind of I kind of feel we don't need somebody as downhill. I think Gurley could do a good enough job. I think we're gonna need that elusive back who can catch the ball out of the backfield. I like and that. Make some cuts on the outside lines, you know. Yeah, somebody who can get at least about seven eight hundred rushing yards, maybe seven eight hundred passing yards. Yeah, yep. Something. I mean, receiving yards. Receiving, receiving yards. He can get them. We're good. He can do half yeah. and half. That's a balance. That'd be good. I the perfect the perfect scenario or the perfect comparison I can put it at. If you can give us a mild version of Alvin Kamara, I think yeah. that that would be a a good second back for us because I believe with Ito Smith and Brian Hill, that's just not going to do it for us. No, um, and it's a it's no. a it's a glaring need that we need, and I think that we're going to have to address that situation at some point here in the draft. Uh, we've got two fourth round picks. We might be able to sneak Zach Moss out of there in the fourth round. I don't know. Um, but we'll see where it goes. I, li- I love the Marlon Davidson pick. I think he's a big physical guy, and he's going to plug that interior line. And if they decide to slim him down a little bit and put him on the edge, I think he could do a good job there too because he's very physical, very strong. He does a great job of getting his shoulder pads underneath those tackles when he was at Auburn. I think that um, he'd be a good fit anywhere. Just going to have to do some weight trimming if they decide to stick him on the edge. But, yeah. you know, we'll see where that goes. I mean, let's talk about the draft a little bit as a whole, row. I mean, from the I like first it. round – Oh, First yeah. round impressions, what do you think as far, you know, other than the Falcons? Now, you know, I talked about, you know, teams drafting one or two kind of ways. They're going to go by what their, need, what their needs are by uh, positions, or they're going to go with the best available. And now when I look down this first uh, day one, when I look at the Cowboys, you know, I still like the Cowboys too. Uh, they didn't fulfill a need in the first round. What they did is the best available. Yeah. And – what I think they did right there by drafting C.D. Lamb, I think they, they kind of messed with Philadelphia a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know why Philly worked so hard to move up in the draft and they didn't draft C.D. Lamb. I don't understand that, Matt. Uh, maybe yeah, so, uh, uh, and it fell around the Cowboys' lap, huh? Yeah, let me stop you right there because I was I was reading some interesting things today, and apparently the Falcons were being enticed by the Philadelphia Eagles to kind of trade their pick to them so that would have meant the the eagles would have gotten the 16th pick because they wanted cd lamb okay but okay the problem that the falcons were facing is that there was rumors swirling that the raiders were going to take aj terrell at 19 and oh, you know if they were okay. swap picks yeah that would have put the philadelphia eagles pick at 21 they wouldn't have been able to get their guy so that's okay. kind of what held them back i always thought after we didn't trade up to get any big-name guys and we were going to sit at 16, I thought that maybe we could trade back and accumulate some more picks. But obviously, that story right there kind of checks out, and it makes sense why the Falcons didn't move or even trade back. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's it was an interesting story to read because it makes sense if, I mean, and their mind was set on A.J. Terrell, then obviously yeah. they weren't going to trade back. But I think what the Cowboys did was, I mean, they gave Dak another weapon, man. I mean, he threw, almost threw for 5,000 yards last year. And then you've got you've got Zeke back there. Um, you got Amari mm-hmm. Cooper, man. I mean, Gallup. I I think yeah, you got Gallup. I think the only need they need on offense is a tight end, in my opinion. Um, what do you what would you what would you think of something like Thaddeus Moss? I like Thaddeus Moss. I do. Uh, I think it helped, but I really thought they I thought the Cowboys really needed another offensive lineman uh, because Frederick uh, just retired. Uh, I think he was at the tackle spot on offense. He'd been, he was a six-time pro bowler. Uh, I think they needed to fulfill him. But obviously, 
Cowboys feel like they already got a replacement for him already. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, the Cowboys in the second round also took Trevon Diggs. I don't know you if you saw that it. or not, Bama. but um, cornerback from, from Alabama, his brother, Trevon Diggs, who we all know. Yeah. And I think that was an outstanding pick. I did a mock draft and I had Trevon Diggs going in the first round. So for them to kind of steal him too. in that middle of the second round, um, I think that's a good pick for him. Then let me say something right here about uh, I know a lot of people always down on Jerry Jones and they won a Super Bowl since 95, 96 season. But let me tell you something about Jerry. Yeah, he shouldn't have kept that, that coaching there for that long with the Cowboys 10 years and, and, and really never won anything, never got out the first round. Should have fired him a long time ago. I, I understand that his close relationship to him with his family and stuff like that, but he should have been gone a long time ago. Now, I never had a problem with – I had a problem with that, but with Jerry Forrest draft picks – He's a very good draft guy. He he's always drafted talented players over the years. Even since even before '96, even when they won the three Super Bowls in '90, he's always drafted good players. You know what I'm saying? Whether they drug dealers or, or, or whatever, but he's always drafted and trading and getting good quality players. Now, the coaches, you know, that's been one of his Achilles' heel because he's making everything personal. Instead of just business like, because if it was business, he should have been let him go. As a matter of fact, he should have kept uh, the first coach that he had. Should never let the uh, old boy go as head coach. He probably would have won a couple more Super Bowls. So I think you should never get personal when you're doing business like that. I think you should keep it always professional. Uh, but he does very good, and, and, and you just just brought it up again in the second round. He, man, that was a good choice, a good cornerback. That was a that was a need. Down it, they picked a guy who they need to fill in a need at cornerback. So the Cowboys yep. did. And there's a lot of teams that I'm looking in this first round. They picked – they picked someone picked needs and someone picked the base available. You know what I'm saying? Because I really – I love Ch- uh, Chase Young at number two with the Redskins. <laughs> but how's that really going to help them, man? Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, really? that's kind of something that I thought to myself with, with Washington. Yeah. I kind of considered them losers of the draft because I didn't they think gotta that- be. They gotta be that they that they didn't address their biggest problem and that no I mean, they, had, they just they play keep away goals. yeah Matt they just play keep away they didn't want to us get Chase Young but they didn't need him the offense is sputtering it stinks they can't even their offensive line is garbage yeah, yeah they <laughs> you are, know what I'm saying they're they're bad man huh they're bad they, I mean you you I mean you look at you look at what this team needs I don't believe Dwayne Haskins is the guy. In my no, opinion, now obviously, you, obviously no. you weren't you weren't going to draft a quarterback, but you you had so many more holes on on the offensive side of the ball that I why did they that, go for Tua? Yeah, yeah, I mean you could have. They definitely they definitely had the option with number two, right? There was nobody stopping them. Obviously, Joe Burrow was going one, but I think, in my opinion, I would have traded back and accumulated more picks. In my I would have done that definitely because you would have got more picks if you would got two. You could trade them for a couple guys, but and, and then that one ain't only one that dumb uh, blunder. Since we're looking at the first round, what's up with Green Bay? Are they trying to tick Aaron Rodgers off, or what they trying to do? Making one to ask for a trade yeah. or what? Huh? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know that one at all. Um, I think he does get traded. I think he's, I think that Jordan I think Love out of Utah State, man. Come on, man. Are you serious? Yeah, then, I think, I think uh, they are because you see how big his contract is, don't you? How much oh, yeah. he's old. So yeah, I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think uh 
I think Aaron Rodgers' ego is brittle enough as it is, and I think something like this is not something that he was looking forward to and something that came out of left field. And I think it could be something that tips him over the edge and sends him out of Green Bay, man. I really do. I think so, too, but he's still in his prime. Why would you do that? You're stupid unless you try to blow up the whole team and start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't, they didn't let nobody know they want to rebuild. They didn't call Aaron Rodgers in the office that way. We're looking to rebuild, so we're looking to move you. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't understand, man. I mean, that was um, that was very questionable with what they did. Um, I not a whole much, a whole lot going on in the first round. Other than that, man, I thought everything else kind of fell the way that it should have. Um, so I'm looking forward to how the rest of this goes. I mean, what do you what do you think the Falcons is doing? We'll kind of wrap it up here and talk about what you think we could do in the in the third round here. What do you think we'll go with? Well, I really still think they need to handle that running back spot. They need to sort that up quickly, and I think they also really need a middle linebacker. Uh, and defensive end, I see they got a they got a defensive lineman, but where is he going? What position he's playing? What position he gonna play, Matt? Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't if he doesn't slim down, he's gonna go interior. Okay, okay. So I mean, I mean, I would have liked to get um, Espinoza out of Iowa, but obviously he was taken right before I called you to do the show. So. Um, yeah, he's out of the question. There's a couple other guys that you could go with, man. But I think, um, I think they're gonna. I think if they could sneak that Zach Brown out of Wisconsin, man, I think that would be a huge pickup for the middle linebacker position. I really do. Um, okay. I feel with, especially with Devonja Campbell leaving, um, yeah. I think that with to pair him with Deion Jones, man, I think that would be. Uh, I think that would be big, especially if we can get Keanu Neal back. Now, let me run something by you here, Rowan. Let me let me see what you think about this. What what do you think about moving Keanu Neal to that linebacker position? I think, you know what, I think that may work. I think that would be a good idea. He's knowledgeable. He can probably read defense, um, read plays, offensive plays. So I, th- I think that would be a good move, especially if you're not uh, looking to get a middle linebacker right away, Matt. I think that will work because my focus still is on that defensive end and a running back spot. So I think that might work. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing with – with me is when you look at linebackers and how you how you grade their talent I think the biggest thing for me is one do they fit kind of the what's the word I'm looking for do they fit the mold for a linebacker as far as size and I think Keanu Neal is big enough to where he could do it Um, because you know Deion Jones isn't a big guy himself Um, he's on the lighter side of a middle linebacker but I think that he has speed he has good knowledge of recognizing plays and I okay. think that I think Keanu Neal also has the same traits. And I think if you could go out and get a safety, whether that's by draft or trade or free agent, I think that, you know, you could you could possibly win there just because I don't think Keanu Neal's coverage ability has been very impressive ever since we drafted, in my opinion. Obviously, it's hard with all the injuries he's had. But I think yeah. there's, there's a guy sitting out there from LSU, man, Christian Fulton. Okay. Now, this is a guy that – He's obviously a cornerback. I think he could be very comfortable. He played the nickel a little bit at OSU. I think he could play the safety position as well. If you could put him over the top with Keanu Neal and Deion Jones in the middle, man, okay. I mean, you're, you're talking about a lot of talent right there. Um, I think that's something that Dan Quinn should look at, in my opinion. I don't know whether he is or not. Obviously, well, he ain't over the defense now, is he? He's not even over the defense, is he? Well, I mean. I know he has the final say on everything. But let, let, me, let, let me go back here. The reason, Matt, and for everybody out here, the reason why I'm, I'm looking at the middle linebacker because they're the coach of the defense. Our defense has been sucking. 
So we need a coach and a vocal leader out there on the field as well as on the sideline that can command the defense to pick up the pace and pick up their speed and be able to read coverages, offense coverage, so they can shut teams down. So you don't always have to depend on Matt Ryan so he can get a pick six. Yeah. And so that take a lot of pressure off your offense. You see what I'm saying? And so he don't have to always focus on uh, Julio Jones and stuff like that, you know. So you take less pressure off your offense if your defense steps up and you find a middle linebacker who's a coach and a leader on the field. And he's in tune with the whole offense in, in, in leadership, and he can, uh, he can work well with the uh, line coach. Yeah, yeah you see I agree. Off the field. And that would help a lot. So that's why I keep harping on that. And then I go defensive end because defensive end is going to put a lot of pressure on the hoop. Defensive linemen put a pressure on who? Yep. Two things. Yep. Yep. The running yep. game and the quarterback of the other team. So you're going to need that, especially now that we, we ain't talked about these trades about Tampa Bay and getting who they got now, you know, because who Brady went. You want to be up. The, you go ahead. Your defense got to step up now. Brady's in, in, in that division now. Now it ain't just uh, no, no, just New, New Orleans you got to worry about now. You see what I'm saying? Uh, now you got to worry about Tampa Bay because, you know, I, at first I was going to Tampa Bay before Brady went down. So they're going to come in last place again. But, no, I think they're going to move up pretty quickly right behind New Orleans now. And so you're going to have to need a defensive end and a good middle linebacker to put pressure on Brady. That's why you see Tampa Bay right now. They're trying to – I don't know what they're doing, but they need to be in some offensive linemen because, boy, her boy threw way too many interceptions last year. How many interceptions did he throw for Tampa Bay? Uh, it was over 30, wasn't it? Yep, yep 30. 30 on the dot, actually. So uh, that's. Uh, oh, man. This line going to get better, man. This going to have to. You're going to have the same problem. He got sacked, what, 47 times? I think I heard somebody talking about it yesterday. Man, that's a lot of sacks, man. Dude, he got beat up. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. He got him drunk a lot. He was, boy, he was drunk when he's throwing the ball at the time because he don't know he was going to come in. Yeah. So you're going to need offensive line. And if they don't soar up the offensive line in Tampa Bay, if we got a better defense, man, we're going to whoa, We're going we're gonna to stop a lot. I don't care if they decide Grunk. Grunk been off a whole year. It's going to take them half the season to get back in shape. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. I know that um, it was just the 61st selection, so the Falcons aren't aren't too far away from, from getting there. And uh, I'm hoping to see what we can do in the third round. I think that these middle rounds are very important for general managers. I think this is where they make their money. Have they been doing their scouting and watching film and able to get those guys who can help, you know, contribute to the team, but aren't, you know, they weren't a flashy pick and a first round guy, you know? I really like the third through sixth round and third through seventh round because you're always going to look for that guy who's going to be the diamond in a rough. The uh, the guy you can get a steal, you ain't got to pay him a lot of money or you can cut him, you know what I'm saying? You can bring him in. If he fit in and work out, well, that's good. You know, look at Terrell Davis. <laughs> Walk on. Yep. They picked up a six, seven round. He ended up being one of those diamonds, huh? And now he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. So you're right, man. I mean, you can, you, can find, you can find that guy. You really got to do your research. Whoever the scouts are, they got fees team. They got their work cut out when, they go, when you're working through that sixth through seventh round. They really got their work cut out. They got to really make that make sure that that player fits their offense or defensive scheme or special team 
You know what I'm saying? They really got to make sure. And this, and I really, and I like finding good running backs in the third through sixth round. Good quality yeah. running backs at backups. I like it. Yeah, um, I think there's a, there's a, there's a lot of good players out there left. I think this is a very deep draft class. And I think that this, uh, that this Falcons team has the ability, especially with two fourth round picks to kind of, uh, to kind of That's set a tone a for what they want to do. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that a lot. You know, better is better than having uh like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't even have a first round draft pick the Steelers didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coast didn't either. Yeah, Coast didn't either. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. You know. So yeah, but I mean, yeah. I really believe before we get off, I really think that the NFC is still going to be the powerhouse teams and it's wide open. I think the AFC is a little bit weaker. You know, so, you know, it was weak last year to me, but this year it's going to be really weak. Uh, you know, ain't that many teams that stand out in AFC to me really off the top of my head. I have to see the season as the season progress. But if I have to think right now, I only got – I can only pick up two teams off the top with one hand, Matt. You know, Kansas City, Baltimore, that's two. Kansas City, Baltimore, and maybe Pittsburgh, that's three. But, you know, but the rest of them teams, Cleveland might do a lot better, you know. Uh, but I really can't think of nobody else. It's going to be really dominated. It's going to be real, you know. You got an extra playoff team now too, Matt. So, hey, extra playoff team. So I don't know. You know, you're going to see some sad teams get into playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you sure are. You sure are. Especially uh... <laughs> in the AFC. Yeah. And more so than anything. Yeah. You know, in, in the NFC, you're going to still see some quality teams. With that extra playoff team, you're going to see some good quality teams getting in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, even this year, we, we just walked. It was a few teams that should have made it to the playoffs. Uh, did did didn't make it. They missed the cut, even though they had good records. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it didn't make a difference, you know, because the Rams, hey, they had a good record. But you know, hey, sometimes we got to you got to overload the good teams in, in one division, and that can happen. You know what I'm saying? So you got three good teams in one division, and that third team, even though they got a good record and a winning record above 500. And, you know, you'd be like, hey, man, they should have made the playoffs. But now with the extra team, they might be able to make the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? And play a spoiler. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But at AOC, it, they ain't that strong to me. No, no, I completely they agree might. with you. I think that, I think that the NFC is going to uh, put out some serious talent this year. I think so, too. And I think I, I'm very interested in seeing what Tampa Bay does. Mm, yeah. I'm even looking at them right now for us to draft, see what they what they put around top. Tom Brady, you know, they might still go after another receiver. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, they really need to sort up that offensive line. It's not that great, you know. And I don't know what their defensive line is. But I, I think really outside of a uh, the Falcons, outside of a running back, they need to really work on that defense. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. The yeah. defense was terrible. The last two years, man, the last three years, the defense has been, been very, very weak. Very weak to me. I don't think they, they ain't been that good since they went to the Super Bowl. That's the last time they really had a good defense. Other than that, it's been terrible. And yeah, a lot of people are going to say, Falcons fans are going to say, oh, well, you know, they had a lot of injuries. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. But last year, they didn't have a lot of injuries. It's just poor coaching. And you really didn't have no good personnel on, on the field, to me, even if you had better coaching. But this year, I think, they, I think they're going to they're gonna change that, Matt. So. I'm looking forward to this third through seventh round. Yeah, I am too, man. And we'll uh, 
we're going to get to that on Monday, guys. I think we're going to we're going to have a pretty pretty long discussion about what we think the Falcons did throughout the rest of the weekend. Um, we obviously just have the first and second round pick available to kind of talk about right now, but uh, hopefully the Falcons make some good picks, man. And uh, you know, guys, Falcons, give us a, go ahead. Falcons go ahead. fans, don't be mad about AJ. He's going to be good. I still give them the first round. I still give them a B. I still give them a B for this draft pick of AJ. So, and I think that in the long run, he might be, he might turn that around to an A. So, I think he had good coaching in Clemson. So, I think he's going to have good coaches here with Falcons so he can continue growing and getting better. You know, you don't have to be, he don't have to be no great tackler. He's got good hands and he got speed. So, he can still get a lot of interceptions that way, too. You know, so, yep. but yeah, I know a lot of a lot of uh, packages. He's still going to be able to handle on his own. Uh, but you know, single coverage, mm, <laughs> this might take him a couple years. He might get burned a couple times. But you know, hey, them bigger guys. You can see him saying because he's not that big. But you know, I think he's still. I still give him a B. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And then I don't know what you, Matt, would you give a second round draft pick? I don't know. I uh, um, I would give it a B plus, man. Close to an A. <clears throat> Yep. Okay. So we got a B, B in the first round, a B plus in, B plus in the in the second round. I think that's good. So uh, they're not doing too bad. Yeah. I if think not, they're... if not, you're gonna hear from me in the middle of the season calling for the head coach to be fired again. Yep. Seems like a revolving door, <laughs> huh? Revolving circle. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right, yep. guys. Uh, I think that uh, that'll do it for us. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. So, see, we're at thirty minutes on the dot. I think that's a good segment for us to kind of talk about the first two rounds and uh, look for us on Monday. We'll, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about more what they do through three through seven. Um, yep. Be yep. sure to be sure to follow us on all of our social media, man. We got Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on Anchor right now, doing the whole social distancing thing. So we're doing some remote podcasts. So be sure to check us out on there as well. And, uh, and I'll be doing some more Facebook lives too. Uh, start this week, I'll do a couple of Facebook lives. Do we, you know, with the different segments and stuff too. Um, so th- that'll help out keep more people more tuned in. Yeah, and since sure. we staying at home for those who still staying at home, though. Yeah, for sure. All right, all right, man. Well, uh, hey guys, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us once again, and uh, and we'll catch you next week. See you then. Bye bye.